You're listening to the Zenial Dadcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mo, and you're listening to the Zenial Dadcast. We are back in 2023, and today we're going to talk about my adventures in solo parenting, and we're going to dig into our band dig out naked on roller skates. So let's get started. been a couple of months now the last time i was in front of a microphone uh was just before christmas and we signed off for the holidays and so i've been itching to get back to this uh but i've also kind of hit this uh this little bumpy road of just finding the time to do this and a big part of the reason why is because i've been spending time with the family in the u.s so if you're a new listener Uh, Let me catch you up a little bit. I typically spend my time in South America with my five-year-old son, his mother. We live in South America, in Bolivia, La Paz, Bolivia. And so late last year, just before Thanksgiving, we took a trip to visit my mom and my brother, who both live in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Since then, we've been hanging out here with the family, uh, and there's been a lot of changes. So... We've been moving around, trying to make the most of our time here. I've been working all the same, working remote from from the house. Uh, And I've been looking for activities with my son to do with the family. He, this is the first time he's had Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's in the U.S. with my side of the family. This is also the first time that he's gotten the chance to meet a lot of our, a lot of my aunts and uncles and cousins, and so forth along the way. So it's been a really, how do I say, it's, it's been a really great, gratifying experience to get to see him adapt and get to know these people uh, that, you know, are his family. Now, the one caveat is that we're here by ourselves, so I'm a solo parenter. He hasn't, uh, his mother's still in Bolivia. And while they they, they talk almost every day, uh, there are days where they don't get to catch up. There are days that he's really busy or really tired, so they're not able to catch up. And so we were we were really a little trepidatious, I want to say. We were being very, very cautious about, you know, this is the longest amount of time he'd be away, how he would handle it, and whether or not he would have any adverse reactions to, to not seeing his mom for such an extended period of time. And I found that as I went around introducing him to my aunts, I have one uncle, so one uncle, uh, you know, their 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 kids, cousins, and whatnot. The most uh, the most common question that I got was, "Does he miss his mother?" I think I think yes. 
I think uh, I, I don't think there's a I don't think there's a way that he could possibly not miss his mother. But I do think that you know how to explain or how to say that you miss something. It's a rather abstract thing. And I think my son just doesn't know how to express that he misses something. So we were looking out for, you know, specific traits or reactions, tantrums. You know, we were, we were I was being very sensitive to to too many changes in short short period of time, you know. But he was uh I mean he's been he's been rolling with the punches. It's the best way that I can explain it. He's been adapting and having fun. And every day he's playing and, you know, we'll, we'll go to museums, we'll go to parks. Well, you know, I got him enrolled in this Kid Strong program here in Natick, Massachusetts, that he really likes. He's nuts about. So I haven't, I can't honestly say that I've seen him act at all like he's missing his mother. But I know he is, you know, I know he is. And I know that when he sees her, he's going to be so happy. Anyway, people, people ask my aunts and stuff. They'll, they'll say, hey, does he, does he miss his mother? And I'll, I'll always say, I, I'm sure he does, but he's not showing it. And maybe that's just part of his character, too. Like maybe he's just the type of kid that doesn't wear his heart on his sleeve. Anyway, add to that that in uh, early December, my mother decided to put her condo on sale and we happened to find a nice sized house, a little bit bigger than the condo, not too far away of a move. Everything just moved really quickly and all of a sudden we're moving from one house to another house. And that that just happened about a week ago. We're, we're you know, just recovering from that. So it's been a really active period family-wise, uh, you know, I mentioned at the top, just finding the time to do this and getting back into this rhythm, I found really challenging because, you know, uh, on a daily basis, if I'm not knee deep in work, I'm knee deep with my son, trying to enjoy my time with them and doing things that are proactive, or I'm with my family, I'm spending it with my mom, I'm spending it with my brother, what have you. So that's been one of those things that I've been coming up against. Even now, it's round... 10 o'clock in the evening. This is really the only time I got to try to dedicate to something like this, which is creative that I can I can kind of sink my teeth into, you know? So it's not a bad thing. And I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but it is the reality that most parents have to confront is there are things you really want to do. There are a lot of things you need to do. And most of the time, the things you need to do end up swallowing all of your time. So anyway, just a little bit of wisdom that I've been picking up on. So we are, uh, we're slated to go back in a couple of weeks. End of February, we'll be flying back to uh, to La Paz, Bolivia. And it's always an anxious time because we're going to start to pack up. We're going to start to figure things out. You know, it's a, it's an entire day of flights with the kid we'll get back to the bus really early in the morning and i'm actually going to take a couple of days off from work because i don't think it's going to be worth rushing back into work after a long flight so we're kind of getting ready for that we're getting ready for the last kind of push 
you know, to buy the clothes and the gifts and the things that we want to take back to the buzz. I think you can hear him in the background just humming along and <laughs> playing in the room uh, while I'm doing this. It's been a really positive time with him. And uh, I'm looking forward to going back to Bolivia. You know, like there's a, there's a piece of me that definitely started missing the space. I think, you know, being being in an apartment and now, you know, being in the house with, with my brother and my mom, there's a lot less room. There's more furniture. There are more plastic containers. There's just more stuff. And I, I that hit me in a weird way this time that it didn't hit me before, where I just, I really enjoy my space. And not like I enjoy my room. I'm saying like I enjoy space. Like if you looked at our living room back in La Paz, you would see that it's pretty much empty. <laughs> it's got some of the, it's got the basic furniture and stuff, but I don't really worry too much about what to hang on the walls or carpets or having too many cabinets, too many things to put stuff into. It's not really something that I care about. Uh, if anything, I'd rather own less than own more. But I do notice that the older generation, they very much like having lots of furniture, lots of stuff in their house. My family is no different. I've just noticed that. That's just like just very little space around me that I can, I can move around with. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to playing my bass again. I haven't picked up my bass in a while. You know, with so many moving pieces around me, just getting the time to pick up the bass and do anything creative musically has been um, a bit of a challenge, you know? I did go see uh, I did go see one of my young cousins. He's about my brother's age. And he's a, he's a singer for an emo band here. And he's really good. He's really good. It's one of those things that makes you proud and pisses you off at the same time. Uh, aside from that, man, I remember last year, I had told myself, I'm going to play more music. And I played more music. I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm not big on making New Year's resolutions, but I do like to set goals. And as I'm looking at 2023, I'm looking at professionally, where do I want to go? And what are the things that I want to invest my time into? My time is the, the most precious, I guess, currency that I have right now. Because I have so little of it, because... You know, uh, I want to give as much of it as possible to my to my son. So, figuring out what's what are those things that are really worth my time, and that's that's been where I've been spending a lot of my, you know, my meditative time in, <laughs> just trying to think. Okay, where where is it that I I will add the most value? What where is it where where is it what is it that I want to spend time on, such that other things are easier to accomplish. And so it's I've decided that 2023 is a year of growth. It's going to be a year of professional growth. It's going to be a year of trying new things, of trying to really reach an audience, whether it's with this podcast or whether it's with a different project. It's going to be a year where I'm just going to start doing things intentionally with objectives and goals in mind and really trying to uh, build something for myself, build something that I, I can proudly call my own. So with that said, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to show you Naked on Roller Skates. So here's the lowdown on Naked on Roller Skates. 
I, again, like many, many indie bands that I end up playing on this show, I just stumbled upon their profile. Uh, it's one of those things where you, you start typing something on Spotify and you see a list of things and you, then you see an interesting band name. You kind of just click through. Naked on Roller Skates has that band name that doesn't sound like a band name. It sounds like an album cover, maybe a song name, maybe a, a, a book title. And so I clicked on it thinking, we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. It's really good. And, and so I reached out to the band to let them know I'd like to use their music for the show. And they reached out and said, first off, they gave me their blessing. So they're they're down on this. But then they told me they're not a band anymore. So when, when I look at the profile, yeah, the, the they had two two releases, one single and one album from one from 2011 and one from 2012. So they're just at the 10 year mark. They're not a band anymore. But they have about five songs on Spotify that are absolutely uh, kicking. They're just awesome tunes. And we're going to listen to one of them right now. Uh, this one's called Sugar. And Sugar was released back in 2011. Holy moly. So this must have been right when I was in a punk band. We, we, we must have just crossed paths. And when I, uh, when I was looking for a cover for the, for the uh, episode, I found an old flyer where they are on the bill at the Middle East in Cambridge with Muy Cansado, which is a, another indie band that I featured on the show before. So we're going to listen to Sugar by Naked on Roller Skates. Uh, this is from their 2011 album, I Lost My Heart in Battle. And yeah, let's check it out.
So Sugar by Naked on Roller Skates, uh, real poppy tune. Uh, it sounds like something I would hear on the soundtrack to 10 Things I Hate About You. You know, it's got that kind of late 90s alternative rock vibe to it. Uh, I can't help but compare it to Letters to Cleo. I don't know. It's just a cool sounding record. Really, really uh, well mixed, too. So that's Naked on Roller Skates. I kind of, I, like I said, I bumped into the band. I messaged them. They said they're not together anymore. They're right around the time where I was gigging in Boston. And so when I was picking out bands, I was like, well, why do I want to start this new batch of episodes with? And they just kind of stood out because I felt like I had a, there was a connection there when you, when you think of, you know, this is a band that was in the clubs, in the same clubs, in the same, you know, breathing the same air as I was uh, just around the same time. And so there's a, I felt, you know, like a warm connection to the music as I was listening to it. Uh, and I'm bummed out that they're not around anymore. But if you are listening and you want to come on the show and talk about music and, and, uh, and you know, just have a good time, by all means, reach out. I, I won't make this a long episode just to say that the show is evolving. I do want music to be a centerpiece of this show. I do want parenthood to be a centerpiece of this show. And somewhere in that, in that in between those two things, there's the cross-section, and that's what this show is, the Zenio Dadcast. So I'm really looking forward to a year of episodes, 2023. Since we're launching a new batch of episodes, we are also launching a new playlist. So you can find Sugar, along with another new collection of indie bands, on our Zenio Dadcast Bands to Dig Out Volume 2. See that link in the description. And that being said, let's roll on to the last tune of the episode. Songs from a Wooden Box. It's listed as a single on Spotify, but it's actually an EP. It's got four tracks, and we're going to listen to the very first track called Payphone. This is from their last album released in 2012, Naked on Roller Skates. Again, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. I hope you enjoy the playlist. And please take care. Be healthy. Peace.
Here's a quick reminder. Check out the show notes and click on the link to comment or leave a voice note. If you have something to say, I want to hear it. Especially if you have a band we need to dig out for a future episode. While you're at it, find and click the link to our Spotify Bands to Dig Out playlist. Please enjoy responsibly. Lastly, head on over to www.zenialdadcast.com to hear all past episodes and learn more.